Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Okay, welcome to FMLPL Milan. Miss Walsh. How we doing? Back, baby. We're back, Last baby. Before the break. Yeah. We got Walsh doing a live stream Thursday morning. Walsh and producer Nate doing Friday My Life Thursday night. And then we're probably just not podcasting next week because it's international break. So we'll yeah. be back Monday the 11th, I'm pretty sure. Sounds right. I had a game week five, which is Saturday, September 16th. So yeah, No Friday game. <sighs> yeah. That's when the season really begins. Fucking Fridays are just atrocious. It's the worst thing. Worst and we thing. actually I, have a nice, you know, five game slate on Saturday. As it should be. Yeah. And we're such old fucks. I know. We just want things the way we've always had them. <laughs> right now, there's four games. Still good. Still good. That's this week. The following is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm getting mixed up. How are you doing over there? Yeah, things are good. Things are unpacked. Things are moved. My voice is at, I would say, 80% recovered. But uh, after the fucking two Darwin goals, I was not speaking well. Not a lot yeah. of air coming out of my my vocal cords yeah, or whatever. You know. However that works. No big deal. Phenomenal. I've been just buzzing since then. Just yeah, feels so uh... good. Snatched uh, victory from the jaws of defeat. There, oh, God, still, still, just every everyone's posting picks. I'm just like, yes, yes, more. Give me, I want all of it all the time. Yeah, I mean, it's a big, big win for your team. Should uh, yes. spring good springboard into what can come not later, yeah. I suppose. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. How'd your team do this week? Um, I got. 50 points after my hit. Bad, you know. I'm All trying my players to sh- share my screen, but it's not exactly working. Eh, whatever, who cares? You don't need to see this filth. All my players, <laughs> you know, like everyone else, home to every relegated team in the world, and no one really did anything. <laughs> so, yeah. That's a, that's a moray for me. You hit in Foden and Nico? Is that right? Yep. yep. Yeah. 
So it ended up being some huge, much more huge number than minus four. But that's how it goes. You know, well, one Matto player got ten, Nico yeah. and Foden got eleven, so minus three, kind of twelve, ten. Yeah, but I would have had Eze in too, so I would have had twelve instead of All right, minus five. Four, Not that bad. Not that bad. But yeah, yeah, the early transfer fucking bit you in the ass. Ange told us the truth, but he waited until Friday, and then you know you had already made your moves. That's that's a bummer. Yeah, I mean, I think Foden's a better pick than Matto in the vacuum. Interesting. Okay, and I'm happy to have him. However, I can't wait to talk about that more. Yeah, because I, mean, I the, think I think the theme of this episode, based on our Discord questions, is like Raz or Matto or Foden or you know Arsenal or Men United mids, like all the mids. Everyone's yeah, talking yeah, about yeah, mids. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's just a one of those where you know he leaves in a boot, and then the early days things are like he's fucked. You know the information yeah. that's coming out on wherever. I guess it's just people that don't know anything. Yeah. Um, and I would have been priced out of doing, you know, of getting Foden, who I really wanted. So I didn't really have the the ability to wait. I mean, you know, I wanted I wanted to get Jackson in too, so I just did it, just ripped it, and yeah, you know, whatever. Fucking, it's game week two is a lot more like, oh god, let's hear here I'm yeah, here I yeah. go again, and now that I'm in the mil- the two millions where I'm used to being, it's all fine. You're comfy. I'm good. I'm fucking fine. Everything's fine. But yeah, you got guys that are good holds. It's not like you you got some like shitters that are gonna, you know, not be a transfer out in two yeah. weeks or something. No, like I mean, that. it's not like I brought anyone in that wouldn't start. Would never do something like that. <laughs> I brought anyone in like Richarlison who uh, yeah got another zero. Um, How about yeah? You I got fifty three. Um, yeah, I don't know. Most of the same. It was definitely like an up and down day to day type of week for me. Like Friday, I get the double clean, double Chelsea clean, but no Nico, no Raz. I'm like, that's ah, pretty Gusto. fine. Gusto is the one. Yeah, no Gusto. And then, you know, Saturday, I get Richarlison zero, Brentford triple blank. <laughs> but yeah. then Bruno and Saka get pens that just bail me out. And, you know, Brighton get fucking destroyed. I was expecting, like, okay, what's Purvis going to do to me today? Um, it's not going to clean again. Yeah. No, I mean, they're, they're nowhere near clean. So that we did good on that. But yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a week where I feel like most people just scored very close to the same amount of points. There wasn't that much variety in like scores I saw on Discord and whatnot, except for fucking Nate, who has Matt Cash. But yeah, <laughs> Matty <laughs> Cash auto sub. Like, uh, fucking... yeah, I mean, Cash isn't 0% owned. I mean, people have him. I just um, feel like almost no one started him. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I think he wasn't started by many, but we, this was a week where you know we had some surprise omissions where he came off the bench for some, like aforementioned Nate God God mode. Um, I mean, yeah, it seemed like it was cash, and then Gusto was a big. You know, I mean, Raz and was very very low. Yeah, and Udogs with ten. So there were some really big or twelve rather. There were some really big defensive scores there that some people got one or two of. Yeah, and if, you know you have Bruno, you have the other things sprinkled in here. There, yeah, hit yeah. the seventies, which is great. You know, some people saw Maddo, You know, shit like that. Nate had fucking. A kanji cash wombo combo. A kanji just gets a six and a seven game week one and two easy. Not in the fucking squad game week three. Cash comes in for seventeen. Are you kidding me? It's just how he planned it. Just thirty how he points in three game weeks out of those spots. Is that good? It's 
It's pretty good. Unreal. Pretty good. Pretty good. We got our first mug winners of the season. Patreon Prize League. First place, Andy A. Los Samaritinos. He pulled through with the Holland triple cap to get him over the line. He was fucking shitting bricks when Holland missed the pen. He was like, oh my God, I'm actually going to lose it. But he came through. Um, Tie for second place, Blake Lowell, a.k.a. K. Sarabia, and Morton Adcock, a.k.a. Strange Brew. Tie for third place, Joseph Teal, a.k.a. Drunk Ricochets. Carson Fiore, a.k.a. Death Cab for Cootie. Good job by everyone. Great job by everyone. Mugs are in the mail already, or if you haven't responded to me, you have to respond to me, so do that. And uh, shout out to the public league leader, Joseph Sumsato, a.k.a. I'm sorry, Nick Jackson. All right. Good job by you. Cool. So sh- I guess we should just begin with the midfielders, maybe. Sure. Seems like a with- lot of merry-go-rounding with midfield this year yeah. so far. Uh, well, because like a lot of people also made the early move. Like you got rid of Mato, but for another good pick. Obviously, Raz is very on the menu after that performance. So, which which guy do you want to talk about first? I think is maybe how we should do this. I mean, and there's then- plenty plenty to choose from, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe Raz. I mean, sure. Side said, "Is Walsh transferred Raz in yet? If not, what's happening?" Burns said, "Is it time for Raz?" Yeah, you don't know Gub Raz. Said, I have Raz. I've had Raz since Saturday. Gus <laughs> said, "Do we just buy Raz or do we cap him too?" So everyone's fucking this Raz mania over here. Yeah, I mean, I bought and finished. I made the transfer for Raz like at halftime of the West Ham Brighton game. I think. Um, what did you do? I did Raz and wait, what did I do? Um, I can't remember. I mean, well, obviously I got rid of Rich, but I had three Chelsea. That's right. So I did Colwell <laughs> to Ooh Dogs and I did Rich to to Raz because I needed to free Another up the Chelsea hit. spot. Your know, hitting form is. I'm hitting. <laughs> You're hitting I really think I really think there is something. I mean, I haven't been doing well by any stretch of the imagination. I here want so you far. to keep going with the experiment. Because yeah, I don't well, I, I think, think it's, you're definitely wrong. And no, I mean, I think there's something trying. in it. Yeah, yeah, I think there's something in it because I don't think four points is what it used to be. Honestly, I just don't. Right. So, yeah, yeah, the totals keep going up, like you said in preseason, right? Like yeah. everyone scores more points every year, but we treat hits just the same as we did 10 years ago. It doesn't make sense. Right. Right, right, right. So, yeah. you know, I'm 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 trying to do this thing where I just hit and try and get all the guys and stay ahead of the fixture swings and I'm, you know, yeah. I'm just going for it in that regard. Um, but yeah, Raz, <clears throat> uh, you know, for me what is it? I mean, I lasted 3 weeks. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I don't have to tell you. <laughs> um, I mean, he, the thing that was so perplexing about him was like he had good performances game week 1 and 2. They were just very yeah. different. Uh, they were more good IRL performances than yeah. FPL performances because he wasn't really shooting. He was playing a little bit wider. He was just doing a lot more of the creating. Um, I think with Caicedo in, it looks like they're really, you know, kind of settling into this formation and this system. I mean, it's just him and Nick Jackson. I mean, that's really it. You know, everything is go, and obviously Chilwell being like the auxiliary striker over there, but everything is going to head to one or either of the two of them. Yep. So are they going to do well when they play Arsenal and City and United? No. 
you know, I, I don't imagine these being, you know, real long-term holds. You know, I mean, game week nine, their their fixtures go to Arsenal, Brentham, Spurs, City, Newcastle. I want zero. Of, I don't want either of them. <laughs> but the next five, home NFO at Bournemouth, home Villa, which is at Fulham, at Burnley. I mean, that's... That's the that's the window, you know. Those are the games where yeah. they're going to score a couple. I mean, they just they're good. They're good enough, you know. They have good enough quality. And Raz, you know, he's doing the things that he used to always do. He's just bursting. His acceleration looks good. He's yeah. just going on those mazy runs where people can't touch him. Um, and he's again, he just he looks like he's just enjoying playing again for the first time in years. And he's. One of the main, if not the main man, kind of. I mean, Jackson sort of receives in central areas, but it seems watching them more and more this year that, you know, they look to him sort of. You know, I mean, he's the guy who knows what's going on in the final third and, and the attack, and he's the veteran. And, you know, it's sort of he's he's setting the tone, you know, and, and I like I like to see that. And so, yeah, I think it's just if you don't buy Raz now, then you just don't don't get him for a long time, I suppose. But, you know, it seems like he's kind of back to me. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of moments in that game where I was thinking back to the uh, Kaylee Fireside, right? And it was like, did Raz actually get 50% worse and just fall off the cliff and he's just a terrible player now? Or was last year just some weird fucking vortex anomaly that only happens in Chelsea every seven years that happens at Chelsea or something like that. And seems like it's, you know, not the case that he forgot how to play football. I mean, monster numbers, looks incredible, doesn't seem to have lost his pay. And, you know, it's Luton, you know, so pump the brakes a tiny bit. But like you said, I mean, he had flashes of this in the other games. He just didn't get the chances. But yeah, and the other thing that was the, that reminded me of the Kaylee fire side was just like, it's almost like, I don't know. Nico is just so not a traditional, I'm the number nine, I'm going to take all the shots in the middle of the box guy, right? Kaylee mentioned that, right? He's he's shot light, but he's so good at other things that he's going to be, he looks like he's going to be a good player, right? He's he's running those channels. Like, you look at he the heat map. He is a good map, player. He's he really now good. a good player. Yeah. You look at his heat map, most of his touches in the box were like on the byline. Yeah. Like a winger. He's almost like a left, half left winger, half left striker. And Raz is half right winger, half right striker. And they're both like doing a lot of winger stuff, like receiving progressive passes, being an outlet, yada, yada. But they're also, like you said, and I agree, they're the guys who are going to get all the shots and all the goals because they have to, and there's no other way they're going to score goals. <laughs> yeah. And they're and, gonna, they have Enzo and I mean, they're, they have so much passing. They're so fast, and they also both can, I think, develop an understanding with each other because we've seen Raz his whole career get to the byline and play cut, beautiful yep. cutbacks, and yep. you know Nico can kind of do a similar job. And both of their movement, you know, when the ball's on the opposite wing, you know, is great. And yeah, Nico, yeah, I mean, Nico's we're coming on to him, but yeah, he just is a powerhouse. I mean, he was his touch was all over the place, and he was playing broadly, awfully against Luton, but yeah. he's still getting in the places. He's so fucking fast; it's insane how fast he is. Yeah. He's great. You know, I mean, he they're looks just amazing. Gonna, 22. Yeah. It looks like, you know, you can question a lot of Chelsea's transfers over the last year, but like he, for the value they got him at, it just looks like a great transfer to me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have a really exciting young core. And yeah. 
you know, um, Raz accepted from the, the youth movement there. But yeah, you know, one game a week still, right? I mean, that's going to start to matter more soon, yep. you know, when they get back from the break and all that shit starts, start ha- starts happening again. But again, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, I'm just looking at them rolled Luton playing fine, five really good fixtures, four really good. Fi- I, I don't think Homeville is a really good fixture, but. Yeah, just buy. You know, I mean, it's it's hope that they just continue this in for this this next little window and then jump ship when it gets tough. You know, that's kind of how I yeah. see it. And um, I think that like it, it's worth reminding the people that we're talking about a proven FPL asset, proven elite goal scorer, not fluke. You know, one year or something like five six years of him being one of the best goal scorers in the game one of the best midfielders in FPL. And, you know, he had the one insanely bad year last year. He's showing flashes of going back to his old self, even if he's a little bit worse and City are better than, you know, this Chelsea team, which I'm sure they are. It's still like, we're talking about a guy who has 20 goal potential. And he's fucking like 7 mil. Yeah. You know, 20 is his 20s, absolute ceiling. Yeah, that's But he's generous. done it. But he's yeah, done he's, it. No, yeah. Well, I mean, this he was which 10 is million more last than year. a lot of other players that I think get thrown around the twenty goal potential mark. Is like, yeah. no, but he's done it with no pants. Yeah. You know, like some like saying something like like Bowen or something. It's like okay, yeah, relax, right, dude. exactly. Yeah, but I mean, he was ten million last year. Again, you know, this is coming back onto yeah, you yeah, know right. price drop FC. You know, what I mean, right. these are the kind of guys that make a joke of the price and makes <clears> the game you know and, and et cetera and so on. So. His yeah, prices Raz. last year, like just going back chronologically, 10 million, 11 million, 11, 5, 12, 11. Yeah. And he was in teams every year at those prices. Yeah. I or, mean, the reason he it. jumped to 11 was he was 8 million the year before he was 11 and he got 229 points. He had 18 goals and 17 assists. Yeah. That was in his pep pump. I think that was yeah. like with the Sane and shit going on yeah, back there. But but yeah, but it's just like, yeah. holy fuck, no, yeah. this yeah, is yeah, not a sure. 7.1 million player. Yeah, so, you Raz know, I mean, in. it's... Yeah, Raz, Raz in. Great, great pick. Always has been. And so what do you think about Raz versus Matto? I think that that's... A lot of people asked about that, and specifically for my team, I'm thinking about those two as well, as probably like my top two guys. Yeah, I'm, you know, I mean, I still feel like Maddo is a very much more of a, a trickling kind of player than an explosive player. Um, definitely more of a long-term hold because he has avenues. Um, you know, that Burnley Sheffield yeah. next to, but then it's Arsenal Liverpool. You know, I mean, I, he's he's a good start no matter what the fixture is. Yeah, but he's not someone I see as like with Raz, where it's like, oh shit, there's this little window of fixtures. Like that's when he will get his points. He might get 19 points in another one of them. You know, I mean, he has hat trick potential slash just got a hat trick as far as I'm concerned. Two goals and it's the same <laughs> fucking thing in FPL, basically, right? I mean, he gets triple returns. Yeah. yeah. Maddo, you know, Maddo's, Maddo's more than one return games are when he gets something from open play and something from a set piece, yeah. basically. In and, general. Yeah. Yeah. In general. And Raz can just do that any game against a bad team. No, just with the drop, yeah. drop of a dime. Yep. So that's how I see the two of them in this, like in the landscape right now. Um, and I still really do see Spurs as like very inconsistent performances so far, honestly. I think they, I, 
I think within every 90 minutes of all three of these games, there have been very many different like 15 minute phases or something Yeah. where, you know, they do this for 15 minutes and then they do that for 15 minutes and then yeah. this, and it's just not, they're still figuring it out together. Um, and so is Ange, I mean, with the personnel, I mean, he's, he's getting there and they're getting fitter. But yeah, I mean, you know, Maddo's, I had him in game week one, right? I mean, obviously yeah. I love him. You know, I think yeah. he's a fantastic pick. It's, you know, I, not going too far on a limb to to go there. And, you know, yeah, he, the goal was well taken. He's, as we've been talking about, like those two inside eights getting forward and getting goal scoring chances. We saw Sar score game week two against Man United. Um, and he's just, he's on everything still too. So yeah. we don't know about pens yet. It sounds like Sun is probably going to be on pens. I wonder on about pens because that is yeah. like the one asterisk asterisks that could push Matto to like, oh my god, I fucking need Matto in my team territory. Yeah. But if you just take that whole total package that he has, avenues, set pieces, blah, 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 and just add five goals on top, it's like, yeah. oh my god, you know, yeah, this I mean, is it's, ridiculous. It's, yeah, it reminds me of Bruno when Bruno was, when the team was built around him a couple years yeah. ago. You right, know, that right, kind right. of thing, with Ma if yeah. Matto had pens with him. Um, yeah. 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 Great pick, though. Obviously, Matto. Great, great pick. pick. Two I really wish I had both. Up. I really yeah. wish I had both, but I don't think I can. You know, it's just yeah. the the way I'm structured is just really awkward to get both. So I think I'm like basically choosing Raz right now. Um, yeah. For me, I also just traditionally have preferred the goal scorer. I just think you know the thing with the avenues and the creators and the tens is that they need the other guys to score the goals. And, you know, we've seen what Rich is so far this season. I, I, I think Kuhn yeah, has been broadly bad. I think, you know, I don't... Really, really bad. Yeah, I, you know, Son is, you know... He's he's actually playing okay, but he's nowhere near scoring goals. Um, so I'm still just like, ah, I don't know if these assists are going to keep up. I don't think Matter's going to get a shot in the six-yard box every week like he did against Bournemouth. So I'm more of a Raz guy, but I think they're both like arguably two best picks in the game and for attackers, you know, outside of Holland. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's... If you're looking at who are the top five mids in the game, they're both in there. I'd they're say. both 100% right, literally, in there. Like, right now, yeah. yeah. Yeah, right now, yeah. And then Foden's another one, right? So so Comrade Stern has said, if we've not brought in Fody Doty, would you still do it? And he said, next time you see Foden in a game and you think to yourself, wow, Foden's on fire. Do you then think he will start the next game and is it safe to put him in your team or do you think he'll get like four minutes? Um, but yeah, you have Foden. I want yeah. Foden. Yeah, he had the shits. You know, you yeah. can't... That was what I said to you. Is, it's like we finish up last weekend with one player walking out of the stadium on a boot. The other <laughs> player walking out of the stadium with the best game of his career. Yeah. Fast forward a week, one gets 10 points one starts four against 10 points and yeah. one like, which one do you think a lucky which assist do you think did the <laughs> yeah. thing yeah. Uh, well i mean it was like a lucky assist but he also created that enormous chance no, he just was, before he was amazing um, but yeah, yeah the assist yeah. was bullshit um i don't know what more you need to see from foden i mean this is obviously the season of phil while especially i mean really just while kevin's out but you know, I mean, he came in, he played for fucking five minutes, and it was insane. I mean, he just was do everything yeah. changed immediately. It yeah. doesn't take a rocket scientist to watch this, the games when he's playing and watch him and just say, like, wow, he's taking on more responsibility. He's just 
everywhere. He still has the same work rate and insane, you know, covering of ground and sprinting everywhere as he always has. And it just, it seems like he's just going to shit points so easily, you know, yep. this year, whether yep. it's coming from goals or assists or what. Um, we'll and, see you know, what the minute, I'm, I, the minutes risk for now, I still expect him to start, you know, probably like three of the next four or something like that. But, you know, it is a worry. You know, they got Doku. Nunez seems like it's over the line. You know, the squad's not as thin as it was a week ago where it was like, all right, Foden has to play every game and be the best player every game or they, or they don't have anyone. And that is no longer the case. But, yeah, I mean, home Fulham next. Yeah. And I think people are put off the scent, right, by his fucking illness or whatever. But I yeah. completely expect him to start and get, like, double digits in that game. Yeah, Yeah, it's just... Even Pep, I don't... I mean, you just watch. It's just ridiculous how good he is. I mean, it's, it's yeah. literally just ridiculous how good he is in the team. And it it can't go unnoticed that they, you know, barely score a goal against the worst team in the league when he doesn't play. I mean, they didn't create a ton. I mean, he got a header. They got the I pen. Don't know if, I don't agree about that. They created a fucking ton that game. Foddering him and the pen and whatever. I think it made it know. seem like... Oh, they put a good defensive performance. I mean, Dude, City put a couple far five up, that game. Really, five? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, I had only half an eye on it, but I didn't think it seemed that it was going that way to me. But yeah, Foden. I mean, it just seems like good Foden times. They have really still a few really nice fixtures, and he's also someone in tough fixtures. I feel pretty comfortable with. I mean, he scores against Liverpool every single time we play. Yeah, that, that's, that's true. That's true. Nailed on. But yeah, I mean, Kaylee had the XG 3.3 for City, not including the pen. Yeah. So include the pen, it's, it's over four. Yeah, I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean, but a lot of that was after Phil came on. Foddering him. I mean, like, In the last 0.5 minutes. was probably after Phil came on or something. Yeah. But they have foddering him. It's, he's legit good. Yeah, <laughs> I was telling like you after our first game. I know. Yeah. They, they If they stay up somehow, it's going to be because this guy just has some like 10 save insane queens. Yeah. And they just like, I don't know. But yeah, City good, Foden good. Um, and there's know, no I would reason put it for- Sterling, Foden, Maddo in that order right now. Honestly. Um, like if I'm transferring those, if I'm looking at those three players right now, that's the order I would transfer them in at. I think I agree. The thing with Matto is that, like you mentioned, the fixtures, like the next two at Burnley Home Chef U. I mean, I expect Matto to absolutely fucking haul. If you were saying like, should I do one for the other? Should I go Matto to photo? Like I wouldn't transfer Matto to any of them for these next two. I don't think, but. Yeah, overall, longer-term hold, medium-term hold, I, I think I agree. Well, they all sort of have similar fixtures in the next two. And then it's, I mean, not as good. Spurs definitely have the, that, but then the third and fourth are by far the worst. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. short, short-term, very short-term, I wouldn't touch Matto, right? Like, he's just unbelievable yeah. pick yeah, for yeah, these yeah, next yeah. two is what I'm trying to yeah. say. But Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, like, medium-term, I think, I think I agree with that order. Um, yeah. A lot of people asking about Bowen, though. I mean, Jitterbug said, is Bowen or Raz the better transfer? Ray said, is the best transfer this week just any mid with a bad fixture to Bowen? I mean, obviously, they have Luton. They just beat the absolute fuck out of Brighton. Um, West Ham are kind of kind of buzzing right now. But the games after Luton are home city at Liverpool. Yeah. Well, what <laughs> so do you, what how we- do you see Bowen? 
he looks good. You know, he's doing kind of what we thought he might do, right? We were we were talking about him in preseason. I was like, uh, oh, he's underpriced. Like, he's the main man. He's good. West Ham are going to be fine. I think they've done really well with the Rice money. I like all their moves. You know, JWP is not my favorite player, but he fits what they need. Um, you know, Edson's good. Kudus is over the line. Like, they're good. They're just a good team. You don't just, like randomly win a cup and easily stay safe in the Premier League if you're, you know, not good. You know, we'll see what happens when Europa starts, but the fixtures just aren't there. I mean, I think there's a world where, like, you're wild carding in Game Week 5 and you, you just bring in Bowen because it's, like, at Luton and maybe he gets a hat trick. And I think that that is, like... Bit. Yeah, at Luton first home game. I'm a little bit concerned though about that. I mean, it, they're still bad, but it's going to be a fucking insane ass game. Yeah, it's going to be insane. And it's, I, isn't it? It's Friday night under the lights. Like it's going it, to be fucking insane in that little place. I just the thing with Luton so far, every game it's been the same story. It's been like, you know, Luton aren't that bad. You know, they, they hung with Brighton. Yeah. They hung with Chelsea. Not that bad. And then last. 30 minutes, minutes. they yeah, just can see yeah, and two and a half XG and just yeah. get fucking annihilated. So I'm just like, I just are they yeah. just not at the level? Is that I mean, they're tough fixtures, obviously, you know. So I, I think they need to adapt a little bit because I mean, they just they cover so much ground in the beginning of the game, they play this yeah. like specific way, like they did last year, I would imagine, and they yeah, were probably. better so that they had the ball more, so they're not chasing as much, and then they just fall apart in the last 20 minutes. No, no, no player's fitness is going to be there for that time. Yeah, you know, they yeah. might need to kind of learn how to do that for 10 minutes and then take 15 minutes off kind yeah. of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe that's something that the manager will, will get them get them on side with, but. Yeah, I mean, it's Bowen. I, I do. It is. It, they must have a new director of football or something because it's very astonishing to see the purchases they're making and they're not. I mean, they all. Kudus. What the hell? Yeah, I mean, that is actually the most exciting thing that West Ham have done since they got Payet, Payet I think. Um, Payet, yeah. <laughs> Payet, Payet. Is it Payet or Payet? I don't remember. What is, how do you say it? I think it's Payet. Or, Payet. Yeah. Yeah. Well, please, usually in Fran- French, you don't pronounce the. The consonant at the end, but I don't know. Dimitri yeah. Payet. Yeah, that's what people say. Um, I think. We'll have to see how that affects the the whole team. But their eleven is ridiculous. I mean, they have top class internationals up and down that team, pretty much the the first eleven. And yeah. yeah, you know, it'll be cool to to see how they go. You know, with with Paqueta doing all the things and. Bowen certainly looks revived. You know, I mean, he was he had a bad year last year, obviously very well documented, but he looks like he did two years ago. You know, he just looks like he's clinical at the end of everything. You know, maybe he wasn't fit last year. You know, it's possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Ben Rahm, I thought was fucking incredible. I mean, he like basically single handedly tore them to fucking shreds, but because he was the outlet guy. Yeah. against Brighton, and they would just get the ball to Ben Rama. He'd beat guys. He'd take it up the pitch. He'd get to the final third, and then Antonio and Bone would yeah. just do their thing. Yeah. And, I mean, that was such an entertaining game because it was just like yeah. Moyes' Moise's dream fixture. We have none yeah. of the ball. We long ball it to our fucking guys, and we just dong for fun. But um, at the same time, Brighton could have scored fucking oh, five. Yeah. I mean, Brighton I mean, were obviously like so dominant in the box, but their defense is an actual it's a joke. joke. Yeah, Ariel it's a was fucking joke. In that game. Nine yeah. saves. He made nine yeah. saves. 
Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but back to Bo, yeah, Bo, and it's it's still similar. Like, I mean, I have this front eight now where I, I really feel like rotating attackers is fantastic. Like, we're just not, it's a different game, I think, than it ever has been because all the players are the same price. And right. like, if you can get Bowen and just look at, okay, well, he has Luton and then he has Chef U and seven. Can I bench him for five and six? Like, good. Do, you know, try and do that kind of a thing. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. it's it's not insane to do that anymore. I, I do think that, you know, teams are going to be better set up and you're going to be, you know, really advantaged to have eight attackers that are all good. Like, I mean, I think that's partly why I think Mo is really bad because it prevents you from doing that. And, right. you know, as a is sort of like similar kind of case in point. I mean, it's just, it's becoming very clear for a lot of players when their points are more likely to come. And when you don't have to, you're not forced into holding players for long stretches because everyone's so cheap. You know, I, we have to adjust to that, I think. And this is, right. I think, how, how to do that. I, I hope you're right, because I love it. And I think it's really fascinating. Also, another part of the eight attackers thing that uh, Baker mentioned to me, which I didn't even notice, is like, there's already so many players on two yellow cards. Like, we're not far away from people getting banned for five yellows. Also, there's a red card in every other fucking game. Yeah. So there's going to be way more suspensions than we've ever had in the game. Sure. Um, in the league. And, you know, you're going to need guys. You know, it's not going to be good enough to just have marvelous Nakamba and, like, Bayer and a non-playing forward on your bench. It's like, yeah. those guys are going to come in and have to play minutes. Yeah. So... Yeah, it's interesting, but Rich, Rich is fucking out, right? At this oh point, I mean, <laughs> Miss Overfitting said, "I've raid trips for Rich said? out. Was there any way we could have spotted this earlier? And how do we avoid mistakes like him in the future?" There was That's no actually the question. I don't think there was any processing error in starting with him whatsoever. I he just played don't. exactly the position we would have dreamed for him to play, right? And Spurs played Striker. about as well as we would have wanted them to play. Yeah. No, Probably, I mean, it's right? just, yeah, I mean, it's just literally him completely falling apart and losing his head and reverting to toddlerhood, which we knew he had in him. Toddlerhood. <laughs> I mean, the petulance of the player is unbelievable. It's just literally out of control. And we, you know, we, we were mentioning this in, uh, chatting, like watching Holland, you know, getting absolutely, I don't know what the words are, what the Sheffield United players were doing to him. I mean, they, he was having three <laughs> players around him, tackling him, back and shit. jumping on him, pulling his shirt, throwing him down. And what does he do? He scores a goal. <laughs> and he then he the looks game, pissed off. Ultimately. Like he scores a goal and he's like, of course I scored a goal. Like fuck everything. Rich kicks out, makes faces, gets into a fight on the bench with his, some other little child on the team the other game after he got oh, subbed. Like, yeah, like, I mean, it was like a play fight, but it's like, dude, you just fucking shat your life away against Man United and you're like playing and fucking laughing with your... It's like, what are you doing? You know, I mean, yeah, he's just a nightmare. He's a nightmare, dude. And he needs to figure out... I mean, they need to figure out what they are doing with him because... They can't write him off. You know, I mean, this isn't a player no. that they're just going to write off for like, this was a $60 million mistake. But dude, this player has been here for a couple of years. He has one goal. This is not a defender. This is not a center back. He has one 
goal. And the performances been are so rough. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just he falls down. He's got that. He had the one counter up. You know, the yeah, one he, thing. I actually thought he was good first half. I was like, oh, he's playing well. I know everyone was fucking memeing. Oh my god, he falls and like whatever dumb. He like he's not like a great. He's never been a graceful player. Where you're like, oh my god, I. <laughs> Love to watch Richarlison dance on the pitch because he's so beautiful and amazing. But he was just getting it done in the first half. He was dangerous. He was linking. He was the outlet. And I was like, good. And then, like, one bad thing happens to him in the second half, like you said. And he just he completely falls apart. He just completely falls you apart. Can't have that. Gets a yellow. It's unacceptable. It's not professional. Yeah, I know. And then he gets subbed. And uh, yeah, I mean, of I, honestly, he's about to get don't sent. E- I don't expect him to start the next game. I'd be pretty surprised if he does, honestly. It's almost like... well, So, I don't agree with you. I think if he doesn't start him the next game... He might lose him forever. No, I don't think he wants to bench him and then start him at home. Because they could turn on him very quickly. I mean, I think an away game is where you need to start him, kind of. Right. You know, like, it, what are they going to yeah. not start him at Burnley, then start him at Sheffield? And I think more to I the think point is... don't fucking start him. You're just yeah. bombing him for a while? Yeah. And sub him on, you know, like, get a, but give Sunder a run out of striker and Paris just, on the wing, Solomon on the wing. and Honestly, I just don't think the team can function with Sun at striker full stop. But they're not really with Rich and Stryker either, and they're still like winning games and playing. Yeah, I just I think they okay. need I think they need to persist with that because yeah. it's just it's worth it. It's so a hold because Rich. They need obviously not hold Rich. Hold you don't Rich. hold a player. You don't hold a player that looks like this that just did that. <laughs> and I see what you hold know. Rich. I hear what you're saying. You know, I mean, yeah, you you could you could see Sun with a spell there because he has talked him up a little bit in that yeah in those moments that I just don't think he can link and and hold up like he can't play back to goal I mean what's he going to do Yeah I mean you know he I, can't I come mean, to the, the halfway and and, and the get bottom the ball line is and, I don't think they have a striker that fits I just don't think anyone on the, in the entire fucking roster I fits I agree I but, agree I mean I, you know yeah. I mean, it's Rich is such a confounding player because Yeah yeah, I mean, he just, it's difficult because with Brazil, they have all of the ball. And like, you know, we've kind of joked or talked passively more about, you know, yeah, well, Neymar sucks or Vinny sucks three players. And then Rich is just like unmarked in the box. Great. Like he taps it in. He does have some good qualities about him. He's know? a good player. There's no question. He's a good player. Yeah, he's fine. I don't know. It depends how you define the word good. I mean, he's he's adequate. He can He can do some things. But... He's good enough this... that when he went for sixty million, people weren't like, "What the fuck are Spurs doing?" Everyone was kind of like, "This may actually makes sense." You, you know, say that's, that, yeah. and yes, that is was the climate at the time. Yeah, all he's done since he got to Spurs is show that he's not good enough. Well, you know, he's I mean, been bad for Spurs, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, and I mean, even but, when he was with Everton, I mean, he was just kind of like an emotional firecracker insane fuck who would play well for a month and then go missing for two because he's a child he I mean, might just not that's be good besides, enough that's besides the point like he was amazing for everton like if you scored double digit goals you know mostly non-pen as a winger in 2800 minutes or whatever like you're fucking legitimately good 
There's very yeah, I mean, few wingers that do that in the league. There. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, his position, whatever. I mean, back, it, this wasn't the there in 20th place, Everton, though. This was like four years, five years ago when they were somewhat functioning. 16th, one of the years, you know? Yeah, like, you know, yeah I mean, he has 13 goals, 13 goals, 10 goals. Like, okay, fine. You know, he gets, he needs, fucking he deserves, good. yeah, he deserves a step up. And now he gets a step up and he's fucking bad. So he might just be a small club guy, like where he yeah. can't play here. You know, he just might not be good enough to do this. And he's, they make this very specific thing at Brazil national team where they just need this player to really just hold the ball up and just kind of stand in the box and move laterally yep. a little bit. You know, yep. he doesn't do anything. <laughs> he just does. That's all he does. And, you know, so he's a, he's just a well, fucking that's the thing also uh, that is weird. I think with a lot of the Spurs players is weird is why they're weird fits is because they had like such a specific system. And such a specific type that they were buying for for so long, right? Like, yeah. we're going to play three at the back. We're going to play with wing backs. We're gonna, Kane's going to get all the shots and the goals. And Son's going to be sort of second striker-y yeah. and get all the other shots and goals. And that's it. Yeah. And like, Dude, Rich, yeah. for that role, for Son role, being like off striker, cut in, score goals role, great. You know, like he's shown he can do that at the Premier League level for many years. And now it's like a completely different team, completely different role. They would have never spent 60 on him for this role, right? They would so much rather just have a traditional number nine and he's just like getting shafted for it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of feel bad for him a little bit, but he's such a bitch. Yeah, he's very difficult to feel bad for. I don't feel yeah. bad for him at all. <laughs> um, but no, he's obviously a sell in FPL. And But again, back to the main question, like how do we avoid making this mistake? It wasn't a mistake. I would have done this again. Yeah. Because this turns on the other side, and like we were saying, there's a seven million striker midfield out of position at Spurs. You know who are attacking a lot all game. They've yep. been attacking every game all game for the first three games. This Rich is six just goals in three games, and Rich played striker as long as he was on the pitch in all three games. Yeah, and two of them were hard fixtures. So, you know, you, you take that, and Rich is just self-destructing, and that happens sometimes, I suppose, in the game. And yeah, now confidence. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, imagine Nick Jackson in Richard. Imagine him striking here on this team. Be insane. Dude, I mean, like, I mean, it'd be fucking insane if they had him instead of Rush in this team. Oh my God. I just some back I mean, to just, goal. Just very, I like the fact that they just play like, oh, obviously, like the inverting stuff and that stuff is not traditional, but they just need like a traditional you know number. They, nine. You know who would be incredible? Hell on. Graziano. Graziano. Prime Southampton Graziano. Oh my God. Made he for would this. Just be incredible. Built for this. Incredible. Built for this, dude. That's a great shot. Oh, good. Love that. Um, Wait, what? Uh, I want to stay on Spurs Don't go back to you, dog, since I now have him in my team and shit. Oh, yeah. You got I mean, him he's back. fucking. Or, or you didn't get well, him back. You didn't I have didn't, him. He was in my right? tinkers for a really long time. Right, but no, right, I didn't right. start with right, him. Right, right, right. Dude, he's fucking. Good. He's so he's, good. He's fucking he's actually a player. So good. <laughs> he's just a player. He's a, I mean, yeah, we just talked about like good purchases and rich and maybe not good purchases, but like what an amazing buy by Spurs. They buy him last year, they loan him back to yeah. Udinese, comes in, he's just so good. Like he needs to always be on the pitch for them, right? He's, like, he's a monster just incredible. too. He's just a unit. Like he's just yeah, he, he looks pops, incredible. Yeah, he's he's I thought he was completely lost in the Brentham game, and he's just yeah. continually sort of like growing into it. And yeah. 
and I mean, he's playing with Poro too. You know, I mean, Poro popped up once or twice. If there's any indication that Ange is a fucking good ass coach, just look at Pedro fucking Poro, who like we would have said he can never play in a back four ever. And he's just looks great. And he's just like adapted and is inverting and he's an option for Vicario and he's moving the ball up the pitch. It's just like great. Yeah, it's been great. So, I mean, coming back to, right, they're never, this team's never going to keep cleans. Well, they just kept two in three. They're going to keep cleans. I mean, they, they are, they have a good play. They have fucking good ass system. They have good ass players. And Vicario, he was very, very shaky in the Brenham game. Yeah. (laughs) He is fucking. Really good at stopping shots yeah. with his hands. I mean, well, he he's makes just some really, really good. Period. Yeah, you don't need to add any qualifiers. His yeah. passing is so fucking yeah, good. That, I love watching him. Actually, yeah. yeah, we knew that would be but the case. But I do want to say the area that, fine too. Yeah, he's. I been mean, good. Man United should have scored two, maybe three. Like I, I'm not really giving yeah. them credit for that clean. Like that was fucking not a clean that they just barely got away with. Um, you know, Bournemouth, sure. You know, they limited Bournemouth to like, yeah. you know, a billing header. It's like the only chance I even remember in that game. But, you know, if they can do that and just completely smother the bad teams and they have Burnley and Sheffield next, then great. I'm still yeah. a doubter, though. I'm a doubter more than you yeah. on their, their no, clean no, no, ability. No. Well, look. I am not saying they're going to be keeping 15, 16 cleans, but we were going to the season where people were thinking they're going to keep like six or seven. Six. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like last and, year. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, they've already got two in. They're going to be in the 10 region, you know, and, and that's going to be just fine. And that's good and enough to have an attacking pick on defense. Four or five. Like that's yeah. more than good enough. And that's more than fucking Brighton are going to keep. Fuck them. Yeah. 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 And I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm. I I have him on my bench right now. I'm still not 100% on that. I need to still spend more time this week thinking about it. Benching this season has been so hard. Yeah, I've been doing well so far with it because I've I've been like getting the decisions right, I think. But yeah, yeah, it's it's been tricky. I just feel like, yeah, so many weeks we have like, or not me and you specifically, but people writing in and whatnot and on, on the live stream or just like, I have this guy, this guy. It's like home wolves and home Burnley. Yeah. I'm like, fucking man, these are good. I don't know what to do. Yeah, I mean, and, and that again is back to the the reason why we have all these issues is because the fucking pricing. Like We have so many good, we have more good players in our teams than we're used to, you know? Yeah. And there's so. more bad teams than we're used to. Yeah, I agree. There's a ton of bad teams. I mean, the yeah. bottom Six eight or, or so. something are yeah. fucking awful. And any any attacker or defender that has those teams at home, banker. That's just like, yeah. I expect to clean. I expect goals. I expect to yeah. win. And that's yeah. like not usually the case. More good teams and more bad teams. It's a weird, weird season for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Um, Jack, obviously, Jackson. Which three West Ham assets should we hit in this week? I mean, everyone, a guy asking about West Ham, Hardly Boys asking for West Ham, Josh B said, I'm not trolling, but do we just hit in the best attacker every week against the Lutoning? West Ham. Yeah, you know, Bowen's still good. Um, Antonio, baby. (laughs) I love Antonio, man. I really do. You're always standing for Antonio. I mean, he's not a pick. I think it really is just Bowen. He's a pick for one week. He's a pick for one week. I mean, if you're dead ending in a wild card, whatever. I mean, they have two non-starting fixtures, game week five and game week six. JWP, what do you what do you think about JWP? We have to take him on pens. We have to assume he's on pens, right? (sighs) 
It has to be on pens. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess so. I mean, he doesn't have like the seniority. He's been there for like two fucking games. So, you know, if Bowen or Antonio or someone wants to take pens, I think they'll they'll have well, Ben Rama's the been right. on them before. Yeah, Ben Rama and he's been really good too. So I I I'm not gonna assume that he's on pens. Okay. I don't think you just come into a team on pens. Like obviously he'll be on free kicks because he's that good, yeah. but um, I, I, he's I not even he's that pens. good at pens. He's not even that good at pens. He's a right? god. If the ball I mean, standing, uh, the ball is still on the ground, and he's gonna kick it. He's a god. He's a three-point shooting god, and he can't hit his fucking free throws. Like that's <laughs> a, a he's fuck. a freak of nature. <laughs> all right, all right. So, but, I mean, do you think he's a pick? I mean, in a normal season, which is an expression I keep using, and it it continues to be true that this is a not normal season with these prices. He would be like a great glue guy, right? I think Jitterbug even asked about him being glue guy or someone. And like he's just set pieces. Moyes teams always rely heavily on corners and set pieces, right? Like think of Cresswell in the years past, Bowen the year he got like 17 assists. Those are like half set piece assists. Um, but in this year, I'm just like, I don't know. I'd rather have goal scorers that are like 1 million more who are like good on better teams. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's not a terrible option. He's just low on my list, right? Like you were saying, like, in that top five, right? Raz would be in there. Foden would be in there. Matto would be in there. I mean, JWB is nowhere near. Like, right? We yeah. haven't even mentioned like Sokka, Bruno, Rashford, Mo. Like, there's just too many good guys um, ahead of him. But yeah, he's fine. I don't know. He's fine. All right. When, when's I mean, their good run? That I mean, that's like for West Ham. That's my question, right? Is like it's right now we yeah, have the same of- answers, but. Yeah, game week ten, it's you know, it gets kind of okay, but they don't you know, they don't honestly really have a good one. Um Yeah, game week ten, I mean they've they've three good ones, right? They have home Everton, home NFO at Burnley, three and then it gets three out of four immediately. Immediately bad. So Yeah. But like that's what you want. That's what the the time when I would want to like punt on them, you know. Well, I think the you know, back to my thing before about, you know, rotating Bowen is I think Bowen is good as a rotational player, like almost mm, like we did yeah. the you know rotating the defender, four or five defenders. Like if he's, I mean, and Eze, you know, which we haven't come on to, but you know, Eze is a very clearly a rotational player. That yeah, yeah. There's yeah. literally no point in the world of starting him in a game like at Man United or at Villa. You know, right. that's at best he's going to get something on a set piece. That's it. You know, but yeah. when he's home, Wolves, home Fulham, home NFO, like start. Please, yes, God. The, those yeah, are games where yeah. he'll, he can get double or triple returns. Um, well, like that's yeah, I mean, getting Bowen had a, had a lot of games last year where he'd get like zero or one worthless shot against the top teams, you know. And yeah, most of his biggest XG games and biggest goal games were, you know, as you said, like home Everton, home Fulham, home Southampton, home Leeds. Like he popped off in those games. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's kind of how you have to look at Everton or how you have to look at Bowen and and that and seems like a wild card type of thing to me sort of. I mean maybe that's just me, but like yeah. if you're really going to like install this rotation where you're looking like cuz you're not looking short term if you're installing a rotation, right? You're looking like eight-ish weeks or something of like okay, I start this guy for these five and this guy for these three or whatever it is. That seems like a type of thing that I would do more on wildcard rather than now where like live 
transfer to transfer, week to week. I'm just trying to get the the best picks. Like I'm yeah. not benching Raz. I'm not benching Maddo. I'm not benching Foden. Like I'm not rotating these guys. They're too good. Even like Bruno, I'm like he's at Arsenal. Doesn't matter. He's playing so well. I don't fucking care. He's starting for me. But yeah, I think that that is something to look at with maybe your your last attacker spot or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting. All right, what else we got today? Um, well, speaking of Arsenal menu, I mean, we got three yeah. questions just on their mids. I mean, Hamburg said, what do I do with Martinelli? Admin and Al said, what do we do with our Arsenal men? United midfielders, who's best to hold, who to sell? And Sonnet said, is Rash for Matto with Foreman fixtures ahead at move? Where are we at on these guys? Uh, Everyone started with them. Yeah, at it's least a tough, two. Yeah, it's a tough one. Um yeah. It was really nice to see Saka take the pen. Yes. Huge. Because if he didn't, then it he would be looking very bad. But yeah. ultimately Saka, I think, is a really difficult case. Um, I agree. Because last year, I mean, he got two hundred points barely, was getting kicked up and down the ground, you know, yep. started every game. But, you know, watching them play, you know, he was clearly, you know, the main man. He developed into being the main man. Not initially. Initially with Jesus, they were doing a lot more stuff down the left, I think, early on in the season. Yeah, Martinelli. Um, but, you know, the, the team right now is not in good shape. You know, Arsenal team. You know, drawing, you know, throwing points away at home Fulham, barely beating us, you know, 2-1 NFO, hold on to the seat of your hold on to your pants. You know, he scored one worldie outside the box and then he scored a pen. I mean, he's not like doing a lot. I know. You know I mean? Without those, like yeah. he would be the most transferred out player of the, the week, probably. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, people he's would be in, like, I'm ripping him out of my team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's in sixty-six percent of teams. He should not be in sixty-six percent of teams. Yeah. I mean, by and it seems like he's. I mean, they might kind of like share pens, you know, him and Odegaard or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking annoying. Can you just I mean, grow Ode- up and, yeah. and and take him name name somebody? But I mean, Odegaard looked insane in the full game. He was getting all the chances. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a little bit more worried about the Arsenal situation because you know we knew that they had a lot of picks just because they have a lot of good players. You have Martinelli, Saka, Odegaard. But if they're not scoring three and four, and they don't look like scoring three and four, then you know, they sort of cannibalize each other. And that's kind of what we're seeing to me right now. I mean, in the Fulham game, I thought they looked like scoring three and four. I mean, I thought the attack mostly was very good. They had huge yeah. chances they missed. Um, you know, obviously defensively, they were, a, they were a fucking mess. You know, yeah. a complete fucking joke. And Saka basically assisted the Pereira goal in the first minute. So, you know, bad job by him. But, you know, Jesus is coming back. I Trossard was good. I don't know what's going on with Kai. I mean, he's Arteta's like insistent and like I have to sub Trossard at halftime but leave Kai on when he's not playing well and like that that seems interesting. You know, I'm not I'm not sure I agree with that. Um Eddie's looked really good like every minute he's been on the bench he just looks like he's their best attacker. Like I had that actually written down before the Jesus news of his fitness. I was like, yeah. And Ketty is their best attacker. Like yeah, he's getting all the going, shots, he's getting all the chances. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they're still kind of growing into the season, learning yeah. how to play yeah. with a different set of players and a different style. Parte right back, inverting, and you know, Ben White at center back, and you know, just a lot of change. A lot of change. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So I mean, but what do we do with this from an FPL standpoint? Because I still think soccer's old. 
Yeah, I mean, they have Man United home at Goodison, home Spuds at Bournemouth, home City at Chelsea. Yeah. Personally, I still think Saka's a hold. I mean, he's getting shots. Yeah. He's taking some of the pens. He's creating chances. You know, he's taking some set pieces. You know, he's good. You know, it's not... It's hard when a player is, like, sort of beneath your expectations because then it feels worse than it should. Yeah. That's but, like, overall... He's good, you know. Yeah. Like he is definitely yeah. not a transfer. Are you talking out about soccer or Ollie? Soccer, right soccer. Oh, no. Ollie. <laughs> yeah, soccer. Okay. Ollie, Bruno, Rashford, all of them actually. <laughs> oh god. But yeah, I mean the Man United mid's sort of the same, right? I mean they they can see they go down two nil. Everyone's fucking lol. Man United fucking worst team. This Eric One Hog or whatever the fuck. But you know they just absolutely pace them from that point on get the pen great like two xg outside of the pen and just destroy them and score three goals and everyone's happy right and it's just like yeah yeah, they're good yeah yeah i mean rash looks like you know he's coming fine i don't know i mean he's gonna pop up with something soon i mean for him to go three games without a goal you know he looks like he's okay and yeah bruno's been really good all year you know he's been been so good yeah he's just been their best Best attacker, best player, you know, everything's going through him and yeah. he just looks incredible. I mean, he's, he's creating so much every game. It's crazy. Yeah. So and Harrison just... played last game and he was still taking set pieces, which, you know, yeah. I love as an owner. Yeah, of course. Um, and, you know, that was a huge, obvious pen, but this is pens are part of the game. So, you know, you get those eight points and that's good for you. Yeah, good pick. I mean, it's I, he definitely looks better than Rash. I mean, just. Oh, yeah. For sure. Comparatively, you know, I mean, that's not like a transfer I'm going to make, I don't think. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't think any of these guys are transfers out. And that, you know, you and I spoke on Discord behind the scenes about should I wildcard? Right. Cause just like you get those moments during a game week where I'm like looking at the, the state of the game and I'm like, okay, I don't have Foden, don't have Madison, don't have Raz. And these seem like maybe the three best midfielder picks in the game. But you have to remember that things just change so fast, right? And my picks are still good, right? Like, my picks are still good players on good teams on pens. And they just return points on top of that, right? And so, like, it's just one of those things where it's tempting to be like, I just want to change it every time. I just want to get rid of my guy and get the new guy every time. But Getting rid of good picks for good picks is usually not a recipe for like sustained success. So, yeah, I mean, I I think that's val. Yes, for sure. And you know, we can you know kind of probably close up this. You know, yeah, Saka fine, Bruno fine. You know, fixtures are kind of up and down in the near term, but these are really proven assets. Good picks. Teams should score a couple goals, and you know, Man United's fixtures also do. They have a a nice run coming up. They have Burnley and Sheffield United coming up and shit like that, but. You know, I, I do think we need to come circle back around to the the Mo, Mo Salah question because, mm. I mean, he's he still to me is like just a really bad pick. Yeah, interesting. No, I mean, isn't he just a bad pick? I think he's just an incredible pick. How? I mean, he's played thirty five percent of his minutes down a man. He's still scored. This is ninth straight FBL game with a return. He just returns every week with Liverpool not even playing that well. And really tough fixtures. Just got through at Newcastle, at Chelsea, he just returns every game. 
he still has really tough fixtures coming up. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, what's the point? I, I just don't get the point. Like, he's... He just because I bad. think that this is his floor. Like this is what you're buying is like even in worst possible scenario, down a man away, he's still gonna return. Like he's, he's twelve just five auto. though. He's twelve. I know, five. but I don't need the money. I don't need. I don't need anyone. My team is okay. amazing. Okay. Right. That that's what I keep going back to is like I can just do rich to Raz, which is ninety nine percent what I'll do unless someone gets hurt in the fucking. Carabao Dorito Mountain Dew Cup this week, but, well, and I'm then not I do that specific- move, and I'm like, I'm very happy with every pick of my team. Well, your team is—I'm not saying your team specifically yeah. because your defense is is on point with all your good four fives. You know, you have a good structure. You have Wisses in good shape at the six million, but there are plenty of teams that have Jao Pedro as the second attacker yeah. and a seven yeah. attack front. With, oh my you know, a 4 defender, a 4 defender, like they're stressing on having to start, you That's know. That's the easiest mow-out double move of all time. Of course, if you need the money, he's the obvious guy, right? Because Especially because there's not that many other... In most of those team structures, I don't think there's many other obvious places to get money, right? You need to go 4 to Chilwell, and you need to go, you know forward to Nico or something like that. I think that's like exactly what LR did or something like that. Then, you know, double move him out. I don't think he's invincible. I don't think he's yeah. obviously everyone should have him. I've, I haven't said that once this season, but I think did. it's very easy. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's very easy to make a team with him that's still very good and has like tons of amazing picks that have good fixtures and are long term holds. And like no one has him. And I'm just like very happy to keep having him and just keep getting points. I just think he's yeah. just going to keep getting points. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's you definitely can't have the eight attacker rotate thing with him. I don't think though. No, that's certainly the case. Yeah. It's so just, if that ends up being the most genius thing of life, then you know he's gonna have well, to I, go. I mean, it's just it still comes back. I mean, look, he's he's missed a pen, like he's whatever. He's like no goals this year so far, and you know he's just he's playing out there. He's he's picking the ball up a lot deeper in, in Newcastle game. You know he's being asked to do a little bit different role there. Fine, okay, but you know, like you said, you know, you're telling me that you think that, that they're phasing him out to make Darwin the best. I mean. He's fucking old. He's 30-something, you know, and he still has this huge six-pack, and he looks like a, a Greek god, you know, chiseled abs, etc. But to ultimately, you know, they have a lot of really good attackers. You know, it's not just like get the ball to Mo and get out of the way anymore when it was when he scored fucking 300 points in fantasy. Yep. And he's obviously a good pick, but he's he is not twelve five. He's just not a twelve five pick. I don't care how good he's yeah, been. And I, just, I don't care how good you think he is going to be. He is not a twelve point five pick. Yeah, so, and in a normal year, that would affect your team negatively to own a non value pick. And this year, yeah. it just doesn't. And so I'm getting points, and it, it doesn't hasn't, matter. It hasn't yet, but I think it will. It's possible, but I also think he's way better than you're leading up to. Right? Like we were just talking about soccer, right? Saka scores a fucking worldie and a pen, and we're like, Colt, right? Mo's toenails offside against Chelsea, missed a pen. If fucking scores those, we're like, oh my God, how do we get Mo? It's two dude, double digit so- halls. If Saka costs 12 5, I wouldn't be saying that. <laughs> I would be saying I know, something but different. I'm, saying, I'm talking about Mo, though, right? If he was 10 10 5, down a man in two of the three games. 
I'd be like, yeah, he's fucking amazing. He's back yeah. to being Mo. Right? He scored in nine straight games. He's returned. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I mean, he just he's returns still, every fucking game. Yeah, he's he's still ticking along with the little thing here and there because he's obviously an incredible player. But he's not a 12-5 pick. And that's it. You know, that's how I see we'll it this year. It. I'll say yeah. about that. I mean, he's, he's not going to be finishing up. You're not capping him. He's not going to be finishing up on, you know, 270 again. And, you know, it's just... I just I think that you're you know you're you're getting your specific team is getting out of jail because of Wiss's existence. If Wissa didn't exist, you'd be in a world of pain right now. No, I probably would have done Mo and Pedro to yeah. Nico and yeah. some other guy. Exactly. And that's what everyone would have done. And I'd be sitting exactly. on four and a half in the bank. Yeah. And I would just be fine. Right? Yeah. But yeah. that's not reality because I don't have Pedro and so my four and a half in the bank is just in Mo, whereas other people's four and a half in the bank is just in the bank. Yeah. But I mean, this is where I think that you're, you can get in trouble here is that like Wiss's time will expire soon enough. Like their trend, their fixtures will get harder. You know, you're, he's not a long, a year long hold, whatever that you're going to keep telling yourself, well, Mo's still good, not look at Mo, do things on the fringes to get a .5 here, get a .5 there, to still get second-rate assets rather than the best pick in another spot because you have 12-5 in Mo. Like, that's how I imagine I mean, that playing possible, out over, but if over that, the next month or two. If that comes up, let me know, because it hasn't come up yet. No, it I've hasn't just yet. gotten everyone I'm getting, everyone yeah. I want, which continues this week. I just get Raz, I have money in the bank. Even with Mo, I have money in the bank. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and I don't care who's a season long hold. Like, we still have our wild cards. Yeah. Right? Totally. So, like, you know, Wissa still has great fixtures through game week fucking nine. Yeah. He still you has know, another, not another four or five. Yeah. 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 For sure. For so sure. So, it's like, you know, I'm just chilling very hard. Yeah. I, I'm very happy that no one owns him. I'm very happy that no one's buying him. And, you know, it's just, it's all, that's all good for me, I think. So, yeah. Um, we have so many other questions. We're over an hour. Should we rally and just go through some of these? Yeah, let's do like 10 more minutes and we'll get out of here. Yeah, let's do that. And then, yeah, Thursday episode with Nate. Can't wait. So Fergening said, is Tywo the actual Kane? Yeah. Is Tywo the actual Kane light? His next three fixtures don't look great, but neither did his first three return in all of them. I mean, is Tywo the best pick in the game? Am I just going Whistler to Tywo in game week 10? <laughs> No, I mean that's let's he's, let's relax here. He's so good though. Seven it straight is, games with the goal. Yeah, I mean it is. We talked about him on the post mortem, and then the yeah. pictures came out. And we we're like, oh well, I guess that's yeah. not a thing. And then he yeah. said, oh no, it's still a thing. Look at watch this, right? <laughs> dude. His fucking picture is too funny. Yeah, I mean he looks like one of he those. Looks like uh, a fucking linebacker. He looks like one of the boxers from like the Mike Tyson thing, you know? Like, the, oh my god, he looks exactly like yeah. that. Yes, I know exactly. What you're talking. His neck is wider than his head. Yeah, it is, and actually. his head is very big and wide. Yeah, yeah. It's just you know, what are you doing with him in the bad fixtures? You know, your best again. It's like he's a four or five defender. <laughs> you know, you're like yeah. He best case scenario, gets a clean. yeah, he got six. You know, and then <laughs> you know, so yeah, again, it true. comes back to it where it's nice that he's getting these returns. But you don't want to start him in these bad fixtures because yeah. more often than not, he's going to get two or one. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, they have home Burnley in game week five, and they have, they have 
That's the only good fixture in the next five actual. If Chelsea, yeah, City, we haven't Brenham, talked about Palace, which we Palace, keep glossing yeah. over as a bad fixture, but it's a fucking bad fixture, and Palace defense is legit. Yeah, I mean, Palace defense is a top four, top six defense. It's very, very, very comfortably. Yeah, very comfortably. That is not a good fixture when you see that on the ticker. It's we need to so, like just yeah. erase that from FPL. Yeah, it's so counterintuitive because typically it has been and it it just isn't yeah. it's just a really bad attacking fixture yeah i think you should see that similarly as you see like probably like chelsea i think that that's like a very comparable defense um i, I feel like it's it's more newcastle in the sense that like yeah, they fine. Passel are just content palace are just content with like nothing happening like yeah. the brentford game they're just like you know we're fucking we're slogging this thing out don't care you're yeah. not getting the ball. You're not getting, you're not countering. We're not going to expose ourselves. Like, you know, just nothing's happening and we're okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. We did turn it on a little bit towards the end. Yeah. But, at the end. You know, yeah. 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 But yeah, Palace defense, very good. Very good. What were we talking about before that? Uh, we were just looking at Taiwo's fixtures and I, Tywo, I yeah, saw so Palace in yeah. there and I just wanted to mention yeah, 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 it. But yeah, yeah. also, I mean, Slim Charles asked, do, do you think Johnstone keeps his job? Because that is also a fucking, you know, nightmare, maybe scenario where I don't want to start Turner ever. And, you know, Johnstone loses his spot to Hendo. What do you think is going on there? I don't think Hendo's going to... Yeah, I mean, especially because I had a look and I I remembered I, I had like a memory of what was Johnson's contract situation because I think I think we just re-signed him to, to an extension. Oh, really? I mean, we, yeah, we have him for a few more years. Um, I think two or three more after this year. Uh, yeah, it's very curious. I mean, they I saw it's something so that there were some rumors that like Wolves were going to buy Johnstone or something because like Wolves were, were trying to do something about Saw. I mean, maybe Johnson's... their best player. Well, he's terrible, but maybe Johnson's going to leave. Unreal against Everton, though. That yeah, save that, he made, like diving into the net. Yeah, I mean that's fine, but he's terrible. But you know, Johnstone's maybe going to go. I don't know because yeah, I mean we're not spending fifteen plus five on a backup goalkeeper. You know, we just aren't. And you're really not spending. Do that. And he's not leaving willingly to be yeah. a backup, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're going to leave Man United, who overpay every single one of their players, you better be going to a scenario that you think is worth it. Otherwise, you're yeah. just chilling and making fucking ridiculous money. Yeah, yeah. so I mean, I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I, I mean, Johnstone's been incredible ever since Roy put him back in. I mean, he's, you know, he's, he's not in- incredible you know, playing with his feet, but you know, neither is Henderson, honestly. And Palace... And we don't play that way anyway. Don't so. play that way. That's what yeah. I was going to say. I, I just don't... The whole thing is just really fucking weird to me. Yeah. No, it's um, very weird to me, too. It's. I'm surprised. I mean, it seemed like one of those where we just looked at it and like, oh, this is an opportunity to get yeah. a really known, proven, like, good player yeah. who is, I mean, technically perhaps an upgrade on Johnstone. To me, it's just... He is a upgrade. He's better than Johnstone. Henderson's better than Johnstone. To me, it's just like, why are we spending fifty million on a goalkeeper when we have a really good goalkeeper and we have no striker and we have no right back? Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. you know. So that's and, for me. I mean, more like, of a, as a fan frustration, he might be better. Let's just say he is better. It's not egregious, right? How much better he is, and he's four years younger, right? He's not eight years younger. It's yeah. not like you're getting, okay, let's pay this guy. He's our keeper for the next 10 years. It's like you're getting a guy that four years from now, you're going to be looking at, okay, he's 30. Yeah. 
You know, like how good has yeah. he been? We're paying him way more than we were paying Johnstone, and we maybe have to start thinking about replacing him already. I just don't. I hate it. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it either. But it is, what it said, is. is it? It time seems like it's ditch. happening. Yeah, it seems like it's happening. Admin said, "Is it time to ditch Purvis with the fixtures turning, and who do we get to replace him?" It is yeah, time. I mean, we've been saying, right? Been time. It's been time. <laughs> he's just. <laughs> That he's applying on, you know, a terrible defense with really bad fixtures Actually coming up. Terrible. So, you know, it's you're looking at it thinking home Newcastle at Man United, home Bournemouth at Villa, home Liverpool at City. Best case scenario, they keep one clean sheet in those six games, I think. I mean, their numbers so far, non penalty conceded. It goes Fulham, Luton, Burnley, Sheffield, Brighton. Okay. So again, you know, next six games, best case scenario, one clean sheet. I don't I mean he he does do a lot of wingery. Yeah, he's great. He's awesome. At the same time, you know, he's still playing fullback. I mean, he's he's not an actual winger. He's not, you know, he's he's a de- fucking defender. So I would rather have a, a defender in my team that has a better than one in six clean sheet optimal case scenario, even yeah. if he is very attacking, with which Purvis yeah. obviously is. I just think he's a bad pick. Talk to me I again agree. in game week 10. You know, home Fulham at Everton, home Chef United at NFO. When they have these fucking diabolical teams and you can yeah. think of maybe they could keep a clean one in three. Then he's yeah. an incredible pick. Like if they're right. if they have a projection of what potentially one in three clean, that's what you need for him to be a good option. Which yep. unfortunately for us is what we had game week one to three. They just and kept zero. Ignored. He still got he still got twenty points. They kept zero. Okay, but yep. you know in yep. those games that they kept zero, they had the ball in the final third for the whole game, right. and that's why right. he got all the attacking returns. That also, you know, that comes back to they have tougher fixtures. They're not going to have the ball in the final third all the time. He's going to have to do more defending than he did when they play Wolves, when they play Luton. So that's going to affect the likelihood of him getting attacking returns as well. So yeah, just he's just a sell. You know, he's just a straight yeah. up sell. Easy sell. I think you're yeah. I think you're not smart if you hold him. I think you're not smart. Even dumber if you start him. Um, yeah, you just he's a sell. He's a fucking sell. He's a bad <laughs> pick right now. This is our moment, dude. This is our moment. This is our moment. If he gets a a fucking, if he gets a fucking point in the next six game weeks, everyone's gonna be fucking. Oh, (laughs) you guys said he's that bad guy. Fucking, I hope he fucking gets zero points every week. He's a fucking bad pick. If you get a red card in your team, which I hope Purvis does, you shouldn't be able to transfer him out. Like a punishment, like UCL rolling moves or whatever. Yeah, that's just UCL rules. But yeah, so who who do you get? I mean, Chilwell, we've been talking about nonstop, right? And he's the obvious one. He still has incredible fixtures. I think people are starting to whisper about trips and Newcastle. Not this week. They're at Brighton. But soon, you know, there'll be picks. Um, you know, other than that, I think, other than that and City, because City, you don't need well, to rotate. City, yeah, I think City is the loudest, yeah. right? I mean, they have yeah, five City. million players. Go to yep. Guardiola. Easy swap, right? Everyone else, I'd want to rotate. You know, yeah. everyone else, I prefer. Nope, just give me the four five guy on Spurs. Just give me the four five Palace. Just give me the four five Villa. You know, like all these teams, and just rotate. And I think that's the best way to do it. 
Yeah, I mean, there are Redford. a million good four or fives. Yeah, and there's Henry, yeah, there's, there's Gahey, so Anderson on Palace. I mean, you know, Cash Villa, you know, they're they're doing the things. They have some good fixtures, Gusto. It, I mean, there are a is million Cash good really going to fucking keep that place? I mean, it seems weird. Playing attack. He's just going to play winger, like Bailey's position. I mean, it doesn't matter where he plays. Really, I mean, he's a rotating. He yeah, he's a, he's still been playing every. He started every game, you know. I mean, yeah. they're yeah. they're gonna have Europe. You know, I mean, they they already have Europe starting, but they have home palace game week five. You know, Wolves game week eight, West Ham yeah. game week nine, Luton game week ten, NFL game week eleven, Fulham game week yeah, twelve. A lot of startable you know, good yeah, ones. It it just comes back to you know when do I need this spot on my team to start yeah. and doing that. You know, doing that kind of thing. You can't but, go wrong with the, with the rotating. It's really the season of rotation. Yeah, it's it is, dude. Because we just we know what's going on. Like we we have a good I mean, clear we, picture uh, of the teams. On the gambling pod, I guessed it on in preseason. I mean, they were like, there's basically a blob of good teams and a blob of bad teams, and that's the season. And like in the middle is like Palace and Brentford and West Ham or something like that. Yeah. And and and, and it's true. I mean, so far it's like basically true. Yeah, yeah, yeah just for these, sure. Um, these are two interesting questions. D bomb said. Do you have a greater emotional response when a player you have does really well or when a player you have does really badly? I ask because maybe depending on the answer when trying to think about transfers, it's better to choose either a player who could really spike points in the first case or a player who just won't fuck your team up in the second case. So it's like playing safe or playing risky, I guess, is basically the, the two scenarios. I thought he was saying more of like, how do you feel about the player if they do well or how do you feel about the player if they do badly in your team? Just like emotionally. Well, yeah. I mean, which uh, which gives you the bigger emotional response? Yeah, like if how we, happy am I when Holland gets a hat trick versus how sad <laughs> am I when Rich gets zero points? Yeah. <laughs> I feel way more sad than I feel happy. This defines you. Yeah. And I think I feel way more happy. Yeah. When I find a little little gem and he just gets me like an assist, I'm just like, God, I fucking yeah, nailed like, that. See, that's it. Yeah, no, it's totally because I expect that of myself. Like, I expect yeah, yeah, to find yeah, the gem. Yeah. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course, because yeah, yeah. I fucking knew that I found that. But yeah, when the guy does bad, I'm like, I just want to fucking tear it all. I want to throw my computer out the window. Yeah. Rich, man. This is a season of rich. It's not. Uh, Gabami said, if the 50 50 transfer goes wrong, should you just correct it immediately or be patient with the pick you made? Is this like the Baines Coleman question? I don't know. I mean, he said I got mean? Odegaard instead of Raz, and I don't think that was really a 50-50, but you know, yeah. that's that's me questioning the premise more than answering the question. Um, if you made a mistake, you should correct it. You know, if yeah. you if you ascertain that you made a mistake, we can go through that whether or not we agree if it's a mistake or not. Right, if you're right, saying right. you're saying I made question. a mistake, I got Pinnock instead of Henry, do it. You know, just re you know, reverse it if if you can. You know that kind of thing. Yeah, I got sure. Foden instead of Rodri. Huge mistake. Just go Rodri. Well, only one of those two players has the most points of all midfielders in the game, Bingo. and it's Rodri. So get fucked, you. Ben said Turner and Nippleman is eight zero worth it, or do we have so much money with point five savings? Don't even matter. Eight one now. The Nippleman went up. He went up. You went up, baby. What is this Everyone's world? buying. Everyone's buying. Buy, buy, buy. I don't. I don't fine. know. Yeah, I don't know how they rotate if they do at all. But well, I mean, it doesn't NFL, matter to me because yeah, I NFL never is, want to start Turner. Yeah. 
No, yeah. I mean, it's basically starting Ariola. I mean, they 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 will be good for Clayton's West Ham. I feel like. Yeah, after they get through City and Liverpool, you can pretty dependably just start them in every game for a long time, actually. And the yeah. next like really bad one they have is away Arsenal in nineteen. And I'm yeah. not really. I mean, away Spurs in fifteen, I guess. But like, it's fine. That's a huge run where you can start him. I'm still personally just scared. Like, if I had him, I would be worrying about the team sheet every week. And maybe that's just a me thing. But, like, one bad Areola game. I think we're past. I think we're past that point. I just think one bad Areola game and people are going to start whispering about it. You know, flappy hand saves that. No, we're we're past that point. I mean, he also, why would he have a bad game? He's so good. He's an incredible player. He, yes. He's made he's made some mistakes this season already. I mean, dude, the game, the brain gamers, now he's fucking being insane. He was great. He saved a pen. Yeah, I mean, great. he's he's doing all the things. No, yeah. I mean that's not like something where he's he's gonna put Ariel in and say, you know, it's 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 tenuous. You know, I think it's he's been there. He's been biding his time. It's just been a changing of the guard. I, I wouldn't be worried about the team sheet, honestly, okay. at all. But yeah, I mean, overall. It's always worth it to have money in the bank. I just don't want that right now. Yeah. Um, what else? Eze, sell or keep, fires of life. What are you doing with Eze? Keep, rotate? Well, for me, easy keep, rotate. But you're really, again, if you need this player to start every week, you should not own him because he's not going to score points in difficult fixtures or frankly, like on the road all season, <laughs> unless if it's like a Burnley-Luton situation or, or Chef you. I think teams that play open, like at Villa, like at Man United, I think that those aren't that bad. No, I think I, that like I, long balling dude, to him is possible. It's it's just such a low likelihood. I mean, dude, he's getting like double, triple marked, like all game, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. if we're not really on the front foot where he can lose players and kind of drift and ghost because we have the ball, it's just, he's just getting killed. You know I mean? He's still the outlet. He's still doing the things. He still looks yeah. beautiful and silky, but it's just, you know, no, he's not going to never get points on the road all game. Like I'm saying, yeah, yeah, obviously, of course, of course. but yeah, it's just, you know, you're looking at those games as, you know, maybe an assist off a fucking corner or something, or it's just, you yeah, just yeah. can't start him right now the way that we're playing. But, you know, look, Olise is back. This little Brazilian kid's back and he's good. We have, maybe we buy a striker this week. I don't know. Okay, you know, we could have a different conversation then, but the way the team currently constructed, it's like home wolves, yeah, banger, good. Home wolves, home Fulham, home Bang, info, yeah. three out of the next five. Yeah, and then, you know, bench and f- bench game week five, bench game week seven at Villa at United, bench game week nine at Newcastle, bench game week 10 home Spurs. If you can't do that, then you shouldn't own him. So yeah. I think it's then it looks like, you know, either all right, let me try to get through the next three and then maybe yeah. sell and, you know, kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. how I see as a for now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think, I think that's most of the uh, relevant questions. We talked okay. about most of the other shit, I think. All right, cool. Um, what do we do next? I don't even remember. Our teams, our, teams. our caps. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously Holland, right? Yeah, it's pretty clear. It's not a it's not a week to think about it. Yeah. I'll probably do Rich Draz, but I could also just save. Um, which yeah. 
saving just means I start both Henry home Bournemouth and Gahey home Wolves instead of choosing between them. And obviously those are two incredible fixtures. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have both of them in my team right now. I mean, I have, yeah, I have U dogs on the bench versus putting him in either over either of them, which, which also is like, fuck, <laughs> what are we yeah. doing? If we're not starting our guy at Burnley, yeah, it's just, yeah. I mean, Burnley look bad just because the players are bad, but they don't look bad in terms of what they're doing. Like their ideas. Yeah. Their ideas. Exactly. But it does and feel now like have, one and of now those we have Archer. Where, oh, no, yeah, you got rid of Archer. I don't have Archer anymore. But I have yeah, Archer I mean, home does... Everton. What am I doing benching him? Yeah. Great, 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 great pick, pick right now. Great, great player, pick. great pick. Great player, great pick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Udogs, I don't know. You know, it's it's a tough one because Henry, it's still back to, right? I mean, like the game at one when they were playing the 3-5-2 and he was like fucking the out. And he, he like, but then the next two games, they're playing the back four and it's just like, he's kind of like, just doesn't do that much. You know, he's yeah. like playing defense all the time. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, I don't know if, if he's like, if I don't he's feel such like a he's, weird player to own yeah, for that reason. Really, yeah. He's really tough. It's like, if I don't feel like he has a good attacking threat, I still believe in Bournemouth, even though they have fucking two goals in three games. Like me too. I know, so maybe I'll, maybe I will start your dogs over Henry. I'll I'll have to. I mean, it that's, sounds like you're leaning that way to me. I'm leaning that way because yeah, I still feel like Burnley's they'll players play a back are, four against Bournemouth. They'll start Shada with oh, yeah. Bumo. Yeah, for front sure. Three. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I mean, Burnley's players are still all very bad. Very. Bad. Even though they do try to attack, and you know, very someone bad. could get in behind once or twice. Udogs is is actually you know doing things so i, yeah, I don't I mean, know he that's, looks I think amazing that's, i think that's and then i have Watkins i think that's on the, the bench. move i think that's the move you think Udogs over henry yeah i think so and yeah. i just All need right, to decide I what i want to do if i want to like have two freeze for the international break take more time to think about my move or if i just obviously want raz and just get him which i'm leaning towards that but you know we'll see we'll see later yeah. in the week um let me slap asses. Five new Patreon signups. Connor Hint, Hindmarch, Bear Creeks, Amon, Adam Booth, Sam Stephens. Got in there, baby. Slap the ass. I think that <clears throat> is a pod. All right. Any uh, last words, my brother? I'll see you in like two weeks, I guess. Oh, my God. We're not going to pod in so long. Yeah, it's going to be a while. Hmm. Well, I'll see you then. Not tomorrow. Check us out. NFMLFL.com, follow us on Twitter, FMLFL, sports page, to come slash FMLFL. Subscribe, rate, review, cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.